the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason live on this Tuesday. I hope it finds you well. Our toll-free number 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And the Fed is meeting right now. Yes, they... They've all gathered and uh, all at the expense of the taxpayer as they're going to sit around and, well, talk about how great they are and how much they've done to, to help the American economy. And it's not their fault that there's inflation. No, it, it's somebody else's fault. They're just trying to help. But don't worry. They actually don't want to uh, really inflate fight inflation anyway as everybody says no rate hike this is the pattern right once the fed sets a pattern it's very hard for them to do because then they would have to admit they were wrong and they never do that it's amazing when you think about so they they came into existence in 1913 and jason i don't think uh one time not even one time that i can recall in 110 years have they ever said they were wrong? It's because they never claim it's their fault, and so all of their positions are how to fix the problems that are out there that in most cases they have caused to begin with. I mean, 1913, I guess, well, you know, I take it back. They, yeah, they, they've caused all the problems. They caused them before they were even the Federal <laughs> Reserve. So, <laughs> you know, they, you know, J.P. Morgan did the 1907 crash, and then he conveniently saved the 1907 crash, and then so you guys, you know, the U.S. government, so you guys need to come up with something to fix this. You know, what the problem that you caused, J.P. Morgan? Yeah, that's uh, that's, yeah. that's the trick, yeah, isn't exactly. it? Joe? They don't. They're that's never a wrong, great one. and they never create the problem, right? They didn't create the problem, and they're never wrong. That's that's exactly what uh, what I would love to be. I think there's only one person that can lay claim to that title, and uh, we all know uh, who I'm talking about. And they definitely aren't that. That is for sure. Uh, speaking of problems, the it's official. U.S. debt now officially over $33 trillion. We're almost at 33.1. You know, 0.1, that's $100 billion. I mean, so yeah, but uh, officially over $33 trillion. And by the way, in the last 90 days, a mind-blowing trillion dollars was added i mean if you annualize that that would be a four trillion dollar budget deficit don't worry that's not going to happen this year it's not going to happen this year <laughs> there, there there's it's going to happen it's just not going to happen uh this year uh but uh they they jumped another 56 billion dollars in a day uh obviously the the treasury needing to issue more and more debt, uh, and then, of course, pay for the debt. Now, to give you an idea of why this is bad, because a lot of the payments, you know, as these treasuries expired, 
they only paid a, an average, if you average the interest rate, it wasn't even 3%. Of course, now they're buying everything. You know, the 10-year the, the note, the 30-year note are the cheapest vehicles. They're well above 4 Of course, obviously, the short stuff, that's approaching 6%. So, Jason, uh, interest on the debt over the next several years, 2024, 2025, is actually going to get worse. So we're going to have, uh, in 2024, we'll spend a trillion dollars in interest payments alone. 2025 is going to be higher than that. And, and it's a situation now where, uh, I guess money isn't free anymore and all that reckless borrowing is starting to come home to roost. And, and here's the problem. Tax revenues keep falling. So it's really a, a, a double whammy here where the government's getting less revenue. The interest that they have to pay keeps going up. And, and then, of course, at the same time, the amount of money they got to spend keeps rising. It's really the three-headed monster. It's the, the pitchfork of exploding debt. And, and need I remind everybody uh, that, what is it, next week? Two weeks. Fiscal year 2024 starts for the government. We have no budget. So uh, right now, we could, if they can't agree to something, we could have a government shutdown on top of it. I know the, the House, you know, they, they threw up something that's never going to go anywhere because uh, they actually wanted to cut spending. That's a non-starter. Uh, but, Jason, this is a situation now where I think this is kind of why we're seeing everybody, the rest of the world, start really realizing, okay, we knew they were never really going to pay it back. But now we're at this point where it's exploding so fast, it's going up so much, so quickly, uh, that, that it's really starting to unnerve a lot of the holders of U.S. debt. Uh, never going to pay it back is actually better than not going to be able to pay it back, right? That's where, we're, that's where I think they're seeing. They're seeing that. I don't know if they're going to be able to pay it back. And, and you're right, 10% less tax revenue and 10% higher bills to pay for the government. It, you know, th- those two things, that's 20% in capabilities of doing your business. And and most of that 10% higher in bills is coming from the interest on the debt, Joe. So it's, you know, that's, that's, that's not a good place to be. And I mean, that's like, you know, that's like being fired from a job or being demoted at your job. And then your bills just went up. I mean, that's, that's what happened to the federal government. And, and we're going to see it, aren't we? We're going to see the, uh, the repercussions here soon. Yeah, and again, this is part of, you know, when uh, the Federal Reserve, we're talking about them not raising rates. This is one of the big reasons why. Right? It's a huge reason. I mean, obviously, it, it kills the banks. Uh, it kills uh, the deficit projections are all out of the water. By the way, year over year, we've now spent $2.2 trillion more than we, what we've taken in. And that's going to be a good year compared to what we see in the next couple of years. We'll be back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. A quick look here at the markets. The Dow's down two fifty. The S and P's down thirty. The Nasdaq's down a hundred and twenty. Gold's up a couple of dollars here. A pretty strong, unusual uh, on rate meeting weeks. But again, this is all because uh, not only do they think the Fed is not going to raise tomorrow. 
that there's a good chance they, they may be done raising. I, I don't know that I buy that, but we'll see. Uh, if nothing else, I think the worst, the most pessimistic view is, well, they'll, they'll hike one more time and then be done. Uh, all of those are bullish for gold. Silver is flat right now. The 10-year note at 434. Gosh, crudel, I don't want to say it. Up again, uh, right under 90. $3. So right now, 92.92, up a dollar 44 on crude oil. Brent uh, approaching 96 dollars. And if you're worried uh, about what's coming, you need to have investments not correlated to Wall Street. That's why gold and silver are so good. That's why we. Why do we recommend Y Refi? I mean, right? Because a lot of people ask that. Why would Joe do that? Why would Jason say, hey, check out Y Refi? Because we know having all of your money in any one thing is, it's just not smart. It's not smart. Uh, Having all of your money in the stock market, not smart. Having it all in housing, not smart. Having it all in gold and silver, that's not smart. But right now, think about what we just talked about national debt up $2.2 trillion. In, in 12 months, and we have an unemployment rate that averages like 3.5%. Right? I mean, you can't have better times than that. I mean, that, that that's the, the, the pinnacle of times. And it tells you that this is the end. And everybody kind of sees the when the Fed announces they're done raising rates, that's going to be the last stock market rally we see until uh, I don't know. I mean, obviously, the markets will rally again at some point, but the next five to ten years look awfully difficult for Wall Street. They just do, right? I mean, we we know about inflation, we know about interest rates, but a lot of these businesses aren't even going to be able to refi come next year. Bankruptcies are are flying. With only the last thing left is we still got people working. For now, we'll talk about uh, holiday hiring. Not good news. This isn't good, uh, what, what a lot of the retailers say is coming. But you need something else outside. That's why we love Y-Reef. Well, two reasons. One, they got great rates of return, up to 10.25%. I mean, that's awesome. If you want to do it for one year, it's 625 Still great. You, you give them their money for five years, you get 10.25% a year. It's fixed. It doesn't change. Your, your money, your, it's compounded daily. You can, do, you can turn your income on. You can turn it off. Why I love it is because this is uh, one of the sore spots for a lot of Americans, student loans, and how they're in default, and you can never get rid of them, and they've ruined people's lives. Reef, why refi? They don't do it for everybody. They're smart about it. But they know a lot of these people... If somebody would just get their 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 boot off their neck, they could make these payments. And the think about this: the average Y refi. This is somebody they've defaulted. They got whacked with all the fees, the late fees, the interest. Right? They owe big bucks, fifty thousand, hundred thousand. They have their total student loan debt paid off in eight and a half years. 
Uh, and this is something where the banks have written all of these people off. That's why we love them so much. Check them out. InvestYRefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com. Or call them at 888-YREFI24. Remember, you got to have the 50000 That's kind of the big deal there. But you can use an existing IRA. Some of you can use a 401K. Uh, but, Jason, as we watch this and we're getting ready uh, for the Fed yesterday, home builder sentiment, which has been unusually decent. I mean, not great, don't get me wrong, but unusually decent collapsed this month. Matter of fact, one of the biggest drops, this is re- reminiscent of the housing crash type numbers. Uh, we had home builder confidence fall 11 points in just the last 60 days. Uh, it is now at the lowest levels of the year. They say that it, mortgage rates above 7% has significantly eroded buyer's purchasing power. And one of the other things now, Jason, uh, these new home builders, they'll offer you an incentive, a little cheaper rate, but now that cheaper rate still isn't cheap enough, Jason, and, and they're running up against... Well, we can't lower the price of the house that much because it's still really expensive to build a house. Correct, and the uh, you know the, the supply of houses is it's basically been low since two thousand eight. You know they they, right. they stopped building houses because of the housing crash. They never, I mean, they were kind of getting back to normal in the last couple of years. But the, uh, they never really got the inventory back up, and that, that kind of keeps the prices settled. And uh, so now you have, you know, it's, it's interesting. You know, normal interest rates creates no confidence in the housing market. You know, normal, we're at normal interest rates. This is kind of where things should be, and it's so upsetting. You know, you had mentioned on the, uh, the Y-Refi you were talking, you know, and you said the markets, you know, they could be, it could be 5 to 10 years. You know, it could be 25 years. That we don't see the markets at their highs again, and I, we, I, I mentioned as a, as a bankruptcy, the you know, American government was bankrupt twice, once in 1929 and once in 1971. But really, I think the best way to describe it, Joe, is is a, a uh, currency default. It really can because it was, the country wasn't really bankrupt. They didn't go into bankruptcy. They didn't liquidate assets necessarily like a bankruptcy. But in 1929, when the markets crashed, it, it, it was it was a currency default because they took the gold out. Because they're printing too much money. And in 1971, well, no more gold, gold standard. It was a currency default. That's where we're at right now. I, I think that's that's where we're heading with this great, the great new reset. Well, it's it's a currency. It's it's the it's the Federal Reserve note. It's a currency default that's happening. You know, and it's in, it's in both those other times, Joe, there was a lot of chaos. I mean, look, well, look at the 70s coming out of Vietnam, and then the inflation that blew this you know, blew up the uh, the finances of this country. We're headed for. A 1970s. Hopefully, it won't be like a 1929, which that was heading. That was the Great Depression heading into World War II. I, one, either one of those is bad, Joe. Yeah, and the indexes uh, for current sales conditions eroding uh, the next six months is negative. But here is the big number: so 50 is like zero. Prospective buyers down to 30. So that's like negative 20. Uh, and then uh, they were telling, according to Bloomberg, uh, home, home builders were saying, listen, everybody's waiting 
for rates to go down. That's another one. This could be a long time because yeah. I don't see rates going down. The Fed even says, listen, they're not, we're not doing that, right? This isn't going right. to be, oh my gosh, we stopped raising rates and then next meeting we're going to start cutting rates. Uh, but, but again, Jason, it, it really is about not being able to afford a home. They're saying that sales have faded in September. Uh, 32% of builders say that they've been cutting price. 59% of builders say that they're offering some form of incentive to try to get people to buy homes, and it's it's just not enough. Because, you know, let's say so. When more, you know, home buying is a little different. Most people are shopping for a payment, aren't they? Hey, I can afford, and whatever that number is, I can afford 3000 a month, 4000 a month, 5000 a month, whatever that number is, that's really what they're buying, right? Well, how much equals 5000 a month after I pay, you know, my the, 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 the mortgage, the interest, right, all, all that, the insurance, right? I, I can make five, how much home can I buy? Right? How much does that equate to? And uh, that used to be, well, you can buy a million-dollar home. That's no longer the case. Well, maybe it's, I don't know, 700000 600000 Well, I can only afford uh, a $3,000 payment. You know what the, the home builders are probably saying to these people? Well, then you can't afford a home. Right? That's kind of where we're at right now, Jason. Right? We, well, if that number, right, 3000 that's a tough one to find. I was just looking this up because it sounds like what we're headed for is the 40-year mortgage is like a standard situation. So I just looked it up on a Google search, and there's a lot more 40-year mortgage talk on uh, on the Internet than there used to be. So it's it's out there. There's actually there's actually 40-year mortgages out there now. So I guess that might be the solution, Joe, for your payment situation you just talked about. Well, we can get you lower payment. Jump into our 45-year or 50-year mortgage. I mean, that that's, that's the, you know, do you really own it if you're going to take – Two thirds of a lifetime to have to pay it off. What do you, how do you you gonna you gonna bequeath that to your kids? Hey, you get to have a six hundred thousand dollar mortgage when I die. <laughs> that's 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 what it looks like we're headed for, Joe. Well, you know, when you think about it, that it makes sense. And and, and what what do I mean why that makes sense? Well, think about uh, autos. I mean, go back. 30, 40 years. The, the, an auto loan used to be, a used car auto loan used to be two years. That was it. New car three. Then it went to four. Right? Then it became five. Now it's like eight years. Right? So, you know, think about uh, where that's gone. Uh, it, it, and again, I guess that's, you know, when you think about uh, where, where we are, that's probably, the, it's one of two things. Right? Either number one, we extend the terms so they can afford the payment. Or number two, it's got to crash. But as I said, here's the problem for home builder. It's not like, hey, we're building this, let's just say a $500,000 home. Hey, we're building this $500,000 home, but it only costs us 200000 Yeah, there's no margin. That's not, that's not what's happening. Right, the house cost them four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Right, I mean they they're like, hey, we 
We don't have a, a, a lot of wiggle room here uh, to, to be able to do anything. And, the, and Jason, I think that's something I'm kind of surprised that that hasn't happened yet, or, or why that why they don't do more of that. Maybe it's because, and again, I don't know. Maybe because maybe the U.S. Uh, do we need to start issuing a 40-year Treasury note to make that happen? I don't know. You know, I, I wonder if uh, the banks don't like it because you know that's it's it's a, it's a lot. You know, you add ten years to a thirty year. That's you know that's a lot more risk uh, on the loan. But uh, as as the banks are going to come crashing and burning down in the next uh, couple of years, uh, they might they might just be told, look, the forty year mortgage is how you're you're going to save your industry. You just have to do it. You you take the risk, bank. <laughs> Bank, you have to do it. And that's, what are they going to say? No. We're either going to crash and burn or we'll offer something that gets these people into a payment they can afford. But, you know, obviously the, the banks would probably be given some sort of assurance that, okay, all the rocky times are over. We're going to have higher interest rates, but this will be the new norm. You know, the new normal, you know, we've heard that in the last few years, the new normal. So, uh, yeah, I, I would not be surprised at the 40-year mortgage. And if that works and the banks are happy with it, the 50-year mortgage will come right behind it, Joe. Well, maybe you know what? Maybe that's the answer. Just go right to fifty, right? Just go. I know Japan. Uh, right Japan experimented with the hundred-year mortgage for a while. Do you know that? Was, I forget how many years ago I heard that, but Japan. Some Japan banks were offering the hundred-year mortgage, and you had to sign one or two or three generations, two or three generations into the into loan. So I, you can, I guess it's whatever, how far, however far you want to stretch it, Joe. Yeah, you know all of that. Uh, are going to be interesting. And then how about this one, retailer? Saying, yeah, we're really not going to be hiring for the holidays. I'll tell you about that next. Picture Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dot. 800 uh, Yesterday we were selling those 40% Kennedy bags. Uh, they're 68 hundred dollars which we told you yesterday it's below melt you get almost 300 ounces 296 ounces of silver in a full bag of kennedy 40 percent this is uh mostly 65s through 68s there could be some 69s in there but 65 through 68 primarily uh in these kennedy 40 percent bags it's uh, just under 300 ounces of silver we have them at sixty eight hundred dollars we'll break them down for you a little bit because i know that for a lot of people, ah, sixty eight hundred dollars is a lot we'll, we'll go all the way down the minimum will take a quarterback so a full bag's two thousand half dollars a quarterback's five hundred uh if you want a quarter bag seventeen hundred dollars so below spot again Below spot, below melt on these bags of 40% Kennedy half dollars. Quarter bags are $1,700. A uh, full bag, $6,800 at $800-951-0592. And, you know, you think about anytime you can buy silver for under melt, that's a great opportunity. We know silver at you know silver's twenty three dollars and fifteen, twenty three dollars and twenty cents, something like that. And we know how undervalued it is. We know. I mean, look at the gold to silver ratio. It's in the eighties. 
Right? That that number should be like sixty-five. Right? Which means silver should already be you know thirty plus dollars. Uh, and, and even at that, everybody you know we're talking about really when you think about probably I don't know if there's another commodity that you can say is the only thing that hasn't gone higher than where it was during the the 70s up to to 1980 you know silver hit a high of $50 we hit it briefly for one day on Wall Street we got we got right up to $50 and then Wall Street changed all the margin requirements wouldn't that you you couldn't even buy a silver contract all you could do was sell uh force that price down but this is a huge huge opportunity and it would be great if, if it was a round, if it was a silver bar, that'd be a great price. But this is actually government hallmark, and it's U.S. government hallmark. You don't buy U.S. government hallmark anything for under melt. It just doesn't happen, but we have it here today, 800 951 We are talking about retailers. This one really stood stood out to me. Holiday hiring. This is coming from Reuters. They said that U.S. retailers are only going to add 400,000 retail, I guess, seasonal jobs. I mean, it feels like that UPS and FedEx would hire that many, you know, by, by themselves. Walmart, to give you an idea of how low this number is. It is the lowest number since the Christmas of 08. So that was the height of the crash, right? The financial crisis was in full effect. Uh, that was the it's the lowest number since then. And think about, okay, I get that. What about last year? How many did they hire last year? 520,000. So you're talking about a decline of more than, they're going to hire 25% less help this year than last year. Jason, that just kind of really stuck out. I mean, I know things are a little slower, but 25% less, that, that's, that is significant. There's something that doesn't add up with when we, when we look at the employment numbers, when we look at the economy, we keep saying, well, everything's kind of, you know, it's okay, right? Everything's all right. This doesn't say things are okay. That's a really bad number because I, I, I'm going off memory, but if I remember right, last year was a tremendous down year for for holiday hiring. So if it's that much worse than, you're just talking about from last year, and last year was a bad year. So if this is the, the drop from a bad year, that number is far worse than what you, how you presented it, Joe, because I believe, I could be wrong, but there was a lot less hiring last year. There was you know, a lot less holiday activity last year. So this collapsing from an already low number is, is abysmal. How about this? Challenger Gray and Christmas. At this time last year, companies had already announced 258,000 seasonal holiday jobs this year at right now challenger and gray and christmas says eight thousand so same time last year retailers like hey we're we're, we're you know we're gonna add 258 
which essentially, by the time it got closer, it doubled, right? Because they finished at 520. And now Challenger Granite Christmas is saying, well, so far, there's only been 8,000 jobs announced by companies. <laughs> Jason, that really does tell you the they are being super cautious right now. They don't really want to hire anybody, it doesn't feel like. Didn't you say there's a bunch of ships just floating around outside of China and doing a whole lot of nothing, right? You know, that's, that's stuff that doesn't fit in the warehouses. I, I remember a couple of years ago, I think it was 2021, we talked about all the warehouses they were building in, uh, in California. Probably to put all this stuff that's not being bought last year. And with the ships starting to build up out there again, Joe, that means people aren't, if people aren't buying stuff, you can't hire someone to sell it. It's just, it's just basic economics, right, Joe? That that you know, I will tell you right now, I don't I don't spend a lot for, for the holidays, anyways. I just I think it's it's a put on, anyways. You know, it's 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 not what what I celebrate during the holidays. And uh, you know what? I, I the kids, yeah, they uh, they may not like me, but I they do when they get older. When I, I hand them the silver, I just hand them silver. Here, here's some silver. Right. The ones right. that get it are super happy. The only the ones that don't get it are scratching their head, but. The, doesn't take too many years before they they understand how how good of a gift that was. Yeah, it's going to be really really interesting. Like I said, uh, Challengers talking about they, they've never seen this, and Challengers are great in Christmas. They've been tracking this stuff forever. Uh, that, that's what they do. They, that's how they make their money. They sell this information out there. Uh, it's saying that the retailers uh, they've never been this late in September, and these retailers haven't announced plans like Kroger. Walmart, right? They said they've announced these plans by now every year. They haven't done it. Uh, and again, I think it just tells you this is the problem. And I say it all the time. I know people get tired of hearing it. How did you go bankrupt? You know, it was gradual at first, and then it was sudden. Right? And I got a feeling these retailers are saying suddenly appears to be right around the corner. Pixel Radio News Hour. Get those 40% silver below melt at 800-951-0592. Jason and I will be right back. 510-592. Pixel Radio News Hour. Quarter bags of 40%. Silver Kennedy half dollars at 1700 Full bags at 6800 uh, Once again, below melt. At eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, and and Jason, you know what? Great opportunity. I got a suggestion from one of the listeners. They said if because uh, these are uh, three and a half dollars each. That's uh, it's a little less than that. Three and a half dollars each for each uh, silver half dollar. This guy suggested, like, look, uh, if you have like a local friendly uh, card game with your friends, right? You buy the bag a half dollars. And you ante up five bucks per per coin, right? And you can have five dollar bets all night long with your local poker game. And then when they go home, they're actually taking something that actually has physical value instead of a plastic chip. They can bring it down. They can bring it back to the next poker game, right? You're the guy that has all the silver. And then the other thing I, I was thinking is, we're talking about the holidays, right? And, and and how I give I give silver out to the kids. You literally will be Santa Claus with your bag of goodies. You can hand out handfuls of these things to people. Right and and uh, and give no. them out for Christmas. So because we're not going to have cheap three and a half dollars silver half dollars uh, by Christmas time. This is something that just popped up. So kind of kind of kind of a fun way to just give out silver, and it doesn't cost you a whole lot to hand out a three and a half dollar piece of silver. 
There you go, 800-951-0592. Clorox uh, said they were hit with a major cyber attack in August. Uh, get ready for empty shelves. Apparently, Clorox said, hey, I can't, you can't make this stuff up, right? MG, how about Vegas? We didn't even talk about Vegas. People couldn't even get into their hotel rooms. The slot machines wouldn't work. Uh, apparently, oh, no. uh, it took down the Clorox infrastructure, and they, uh, they had to stop production. Because the the automated ordering stopped working, so they ran out of they ran out of products. Uh, Clorox says, "Hey, they're getting it back up, uh, but the shelves uh, may be empty for a little while." And then crude oil, man, uh, I will tell you, uh, not a good situation here. China is buying the most amount of crude oil. I want to say ever, and this is this. And China's economy is not great; it's not great, and yet the demand uh, is overwhelming. China is the biggest bullish factor in crude right now, and saying that uh, at a time when U.S. stockpiles are depleted, China's stockpiles are at all-time record highs. It's kind of interesting. China's kind of preparing for something a little different than we are, aren't they? Uh, listen to this. China holds 96% of all the global copper inventory, 75% of the aluminum, 70% of the corn, 54% of wheat, 30% of soybean. And 22% of all the oil in the world right now. Uh, it's kind of interesting. Of course, China also, what, what are they stocking up? Gold, right? They're, they've been adding to their gold. China's ramping up their holdings of stuff. Well, we're ramping up our holdings of debt, Jason. Yeah, and they're not even close to 25% of the population. They have a big population, but they're nowhere near 25%. I think they're around... 12% of the world population. So they'll be holding that much. And, of course, they're an industrial nation, so they're going to have more than their share of industrial metals. But most of those numbers, Joe, are so far higher than what their population needs. It definitely sounds like they're not too uh, excited about all those treasuries they're holding. <laughs> it sounds like they're, yeah, no, they're diversifying, I, uh, Joe. They're, they're diversifying. That's exactly what it sounds like. How about the UAW? So the strike started last week. Some very key plants uh, that they struck. They're saying that talks have gone so poorly that they said that if significant progress is not made before Friday, more locations will be called on. Uh, and that sounds like, Jason, this strike is going to get worse uh, before it gets better. And I only bring that up because... That's not a good thing either for the Fed, right? That just means, okay, cars aren't being made, trucks aren't being made. Whatever's out there is going to cost a lot more. It's going to cost a lot more on either situation because if you pay the higher wages, you'll get the inflation. Yeah, you know, it's, that's the it's interesting that the old, the old strikes used to be because the companies were a little too greedy and, they were in, and the employees would reunionize to try to push to get their share, right, their fair share. But that, that's not what strikes are now. Nowadays, it's all about inflation, you know, say, like, hey, you got to pay us more because we are, you're you're not giving us enough money to to pay our bills. So it's completely inflationary. And you're right, Joe. 
they could pay the, they could pay the more money, prices go up, or they don't make anything, the prices go up. Supply and demand is, is both both getting bad pressure on both of those for inflation, Joe. Yeah, and the, and the key I think for all of that is unfortunately prices go up, and this is this, you know think about this we had uh, threats threats of strikes at UPS, FedEx, the airlines. Now they all averted, right? They averted those strikes, but think about the raises that they had to throw out there to avert those strikes. And now uh, the UAW here, uh, and this is the first time ever, by the way, that they've struck all three companies at the same time uh, because they have different contracts. Uh, each company has a different contract. Uh, but but I highlight because something's going to get done here. I don't know when, right? Is it going to get – my guess is it's going to get a little worse before it gets better, right? So I'm, I'm going to assume uh, more people go on strike on Friday. That's just my guess. Now, I don't know. But here's what I do know. Eventually, a deal's going to get done. And the cost sure. <laughs> is going to be significantly greater. And, and again, the biggest piece the union wants is the raise immediately. Right? Yeah, we, you know, the 4 and 5% in the years after, that's one thing. No, we want a big chunk right now. It's for Radio News Hour. You know, this is what happens when you don't take inflation seriously, which is exactly what the Federal Reserve did. They didn't take it seriously, and now here we are. Final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. The quarter bags of 40% silver at 1700 Full bags at $6,800. Uh, that puts your cost at about $22.90. I want to say $22.96. $22.96. Spot silver right now, $23.17. Uh, TV silver, uh, you want to feel even better about it. It's like $23.50. Of course, that's just the uh, December contract. So below melt at 800 Nine five one zero five nine two, and how about this? The IRS, yeah. Well, you know, they're, they're, we know they're, they're on a huge hiring spree. Well, they're getting ready to hire another thirty seven hundred more tax enforcers, uh, and now watch groups are becoming concerned about people making less than four hundred thousand. Uh, because remember, oh, that's what well, you, know, you know. If you make less than four hundred thousand, it's not going to change. And now, apparently, there's a little confusion, and I don't think there's any confusion, by the way, as to what technically makes you what they call a high-income person. Uh, the IRS kind of playing with words a little bit. Listen, I've already told you, the math doesn't work here. There's just not enough people that make that kind of money to make justify the amount of hiring the IRS is doing. It just doesn't work. Of course, this is. I don't even think this is the objective, right? This is this is the smokescreen that they're using. Oh yeah, we're just going after these high income. We got to get our tax dollars, right? And and of course. Uh, unless you uh, you coming up with two trillion dollars, well, no. But hey, you know, we we may be able to get, you know, I don't know, ten billion. That sounds like a lot. It isn't, right? That's almost 
not worth the time because the debt is so big. But Jason, I think this is all getting ready. They need to get these people hired quickly because of what is coming. The digital currencies, uh, the bail, remember it's bail-ins, not bailouts. Uh, people with, that have way too much money in banks are going to regret it. And the IRS is going to be sitting there. And I, you know what? Why do I have a feeling, too, they're going to be waiting for all that cash to come in out of the mattresses? Well, how did you end up with all that cash? Right? Because Walmart won't take cash anymore. Target doesn't take cash. Right? Uh, hey, nobody. Take, matter of fact, the banks, they're going to probably want to slap a tent. The banks are probably going to be the new coin star. Oh, you're coming in with cash. Well, that's a 10% fee, right? And oh, by the way, oh, well, oh, what, you brought in how much? Now, can you step over here, please? Uh, we'll be right with you. We, we got to get the manager to come over and ask you some questions. Uh, and then I'm sure the IRS, uh, they'll be following up a little later, Jason. Agreed. Agreed. And, and, uh, on the last segment, you're finishing up with the uh, the possible strike, and you said something's got to be done. But I'm sure something will be. But it all, it, I always have that thing in the back of my mind. Well, maybe something doesn't get done, Joe. Uh, didn't Yellow Freight? Didn't they probably think something was going to get done? You know, didn't uh, Lehman Brothers did. probably think something was going to yeah. something was going to yeah. get done? So yeah, we can assume something will get done, but I don't completely assume anything when it comes to what's getting ready to happen, Joe. By the way, just in case you wanted to know, the IRS has never updated. It's tax code. The late, the last update on what they said was a high income return was 1976. And by the way, that number was only 200,000. It's never been updated since. Yeah, so what does that tell you? 800-951-0592. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's Dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flint. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.